This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Kia ora koutou katoa, kua huhi mai nei, mō tēnei o tato. My name is Peter Barron and I am the radio pharmacist and I'm here on OAR 105.4 FM every week. Over the next half hour, we will talk about how and why and when to use medicines and other matters concerning your health. If you missed the show or wish to listen to today's show or previous shows, these are available on podcast. I'm always happy to talk about any specific issues or questions that you have, and you can contact me at The Radio Pharmacist on Facebook or on my website at radiopharmacist.co.nz. Norida, no mai, haere mai, and let's get started. Ah, kia ora koutou katoa, uh, kuhi mai nei, mō tēnei uh, rangi ātahua. That's a beautiful day out there today for the for the last official uh, last official day of autumn. Uh, tomorrow we start winter. Uh, it doesn't seem uh, that far away that we were just in the middle of summer. Um, and we're only, what, about three weeks away from the shortest day of the year, and then those days will start to draw out again. So it's a nice balmy day today. I hope that you're enjoying it. As always, remember that if uh, for any reason you can't listen to the show today or you want to listen to some of my pearls of wisdom again, you can always do that by going to um, the oar.org.nz website or to my own website, radiopharmacist.co.nz, and type in uh, podcast, or select the podcast, type in the radio pharmacist and select the show that you want to listen to. So today I thought we would cover, <coughs> excuse me, a range of issues around uh, winter illnesses. Obviously, uh, COVID is still uh, front and centre of our minds. Um, it's not going to go away, and the modelling suggests that we're going to probably see as long as no other variants come along, uh, we're still probably going to see an uptick uh, in the cases. We're actually, the modelling is proving to be fairly accurate at the moment. Three scenarios, there's a low, medium and high, and regrettably we're following the high. So if that holds true, then we should expect that we're going to see an increase in COVID cases over the next two to three months, and it's probably going to be with us for the rest of the year. Uh, obviously, at the same time, uh, we are seeing a massive spike in influenza, so the seasonal influenza, and it's particularly uh, particularly bad this year because last year with borders closed, everybody wearing masks, it wasn't uh, it wasn't such an issue. But it is going to be an issue this year, and it's putting real strain on the health services. So I'd strongly urge two things, as I always do every week. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. No excuse for not getting vaccinated. There's a very small group of people who um, can't be vaccinated, but that's a small group of people. There's an equally small group of people who are anti-vax, and that's fine, that's their belief. But what I don't understand is the massive group of people out there at the moment who, for instance, have had two of the COVID shots but not having the third. And I'm going to say it again, if you haven't had that third shot, then you are at risk of serious illnesses from Omicron. I've had quite a number of Paxlovid deliveries uh, recently where this is people who are, uh, have a high number of risk factors, a risk of getting serious illness, 
and they're able to use one of the two new antiviral products, and one of them is called Paxlovid. And part of that process is a um, is a very detailed process that the doctors need to go through, and then there's an equally detailed process that uh, pharmacy goes through. We need to before you use the medication, because it's a brand new medication. There are some very specific contraindications, so there's some very specific things that we can't give you this drug for. Uh, we have to check uh, what other medications you're using. Some of those medications are just absolute contraindications, and if you're on those, we can't give you the uh, Paxlovid. There are some that we need to either take you off or reduce the dose uh, while you're taking the Paxlovid. It's just a five-day course. Um, it's proving to be quite effective, um, and there are other situations like pregnancy, etc., where it can't be used. So this drug is reserved for people who are immunocompromised or have uh, a range of what we call comorbidity. So people that are re- at risk of the respiratory-type diseases and in particular COVID. It's a five-day course, <coughs> excuse me, twice a day. Uh, as I said, it's a brand-new drug. So what we also do, have, having made the, that assessment, is that uh, in the case of our pharmacy, we'll always come and do a home visit. We come out, we um, fully protect ourselves. We wear gloves, we wear gowns, we wear um, masks and obviously face shields, etc. So we're wearing what we call full PPE, personal uh, protection. And we will come and we'll interview you at your home because the one thing that we want to see is we want to actually see the medications that you're taking, understand how you're using them, and most importantly, there are a number of over-the-counter preparations, things like St. John's Wort, etc., which have a severe interaction with these products. Uh, The reason there's two tablets in Paxlovid is one of them is an antiviral and the other is a uh, a drug that uh, competes in the body for the pathway by which it's excreted, if you like. So it's a potentiator. What it does is it gives you higher doses. So you will get that visit. It's quite a time-consuming process. We go through the whole process of once the doctor prescription's been written, we have to independently validate that you qualify for that. We have to check things like your renal function and your say, kidney function, your liver function, your medication history, and then if it's still all go, we will bring it out or we'll give it to you and then we'll come out and do a home visit. So that's just the uh, that's just that process. But um, people that have had it, uh, had the, had COVID and had the Paxlovid uh, on the whole are, are very happy with it. Um, just a reminder, as I said, if there's a million people out there who for their own reasons, your own reasons, haven't had your booster dose, just remember, as I've said many times, If you have the booster dose, then it's going to protect you against severe illness from Omicron. The thing that we're discovering is the Omicron variant particularly uh, doesn't appear to confer um, automatic immunity for you if you get that. So it doesn't give you cross. cross. So if you get um, one variant, you're not going to be protected against the other variant. So just a really important thing, don't fall into this trap as many people are saying, oh, look, we've had, we've had COVID, so we don't need to worry about it. Yes, you do need to worry about it. If you've had COVID, then we won't give you that vaccination in, until 12 weeks afterwards because you will have some immunity to the variant that you've just had. It doesn't mean to say you'll have um, 
protection against the other variants. But because you've been exposed to it, we do, we hold back that booster dose for 12 weeks after you've had your um, third, your, your, your COVID, sorry. Uh, we're expecting an announcement from the government in the next couple of weeks about fourth booster doses for uh, people who are particularly at risk. I suspect that's going to be older people. I suspect it's going to be immunocompromised people. But the government will uh, will announce that. In the meantime, if you haven't had your flu inf- your influenza vaccination, please think about getting it. Uh, the last thing that you want and the last thing our health system needs is this double whammy, or I've called it this trifecta, because we've also got probably on the cusp of a measles epidemic. So if, you, if you're hesitant about getting that third dose, please stop the hesitation. Come and get it with plenty of, plenty of vaccine in, in uh, stock. Easy to get. Most places you can walk in. You can either book appointments or you can walk in and you'll be able to get your, uh, your third, third booster dose of your COVID. So strongly urge you to come and get that, please. At the same time, although we've moved from the red to the orange traffic light system, and it appears as though the government's not going to consider moving out of that until we're reconsidering at the end of June, but I suspect that we're going to stay in orange simply because, uh, once again, this double, triple whammy of these winter illnesses. So um, the, the other important thing is just because we're in orange doesn't mean to say you should stop scanning. I'm very disappointed at some of the um, some of the major retailers and some stores who are no longer got their QR codes up. I mean, there's no compulsion about using the QR code. But from your own point of view, if you've got it on your phone, why not use it? At least it's going to tell you if you're close to somebody who's been contacted. Who's, who's contacted, uh, contracted, sorry, uh, COVID. Uh, the other thing is mask wearing. It's not the time to relax mask wearing. With all of the winter viruses and coughs and colds, plus influenza, plus COVID round, precisely the time we need to be wearing masks. And I think it's the new normal is that we just have to get used to the idea of wearing masks. Uh, I like everybody, I struggled a little bit, but because I'm a health professional, we're required to wear them the whole time. We do wear them the whole time. If you think about the surgeons and the nurses and that in the hospital, they've been wearing them all the time for for uh, for ages. And if you go to other countries, particularly into Asia, you'll find people wearing masks the whole time. I just think it's a, a very sensible move for us all to take. Um, the other thing, of course, is hand sanitisation making sure that you, uh, we've got used to using the, the alcohol preparations, carry on using those, carry on sanitising, carry on with the personal hygiene. If you're sneezing, sneeze into your arm. And most importantly, as I said, keep wearing those masks, please. It's not the time to let our guard down. Um, I'm picking that uh, with a um, the Hyde Street party the other night. I'm picking that we're going to probably see a big uptick next week in terms of both COVID cases and influenza cases because it seems like just too many people think that this is not happening, it's not It's not ongoing. It is happening, it is ongoing. So yeah, my, my word on that is please, please, please take those sensible precautions. Think about your, think about your family. Think about your parents, think about your grandparents, think about your children, think about your grandchildren, your workmates, your schoolmates, 
all of those people, they don't particularly want to get COVID from you because you've been careless. So, yeah, I just it's probably saying get sick of this message from me, but I just can't understand the the obstinance and the in some cases selfishness of people who simply just think that we've yeah this is gone it's behind us it hasn't gone it's not behind us it's with us for some time and we're just going to have to get get used to living with it i'm sure what's going to happen next year it'll be we'll probably be in a situation that um covid as long as there are no new variants or no new uh, major changes come along it'll be like influenza it's one of those things we're just going to have to deal with and we're going to have to live with and I guess I'm expecting um, that we're probably like with influenza we're probably going to get to the point that we need annual vaccinations um, the if there's a if there's a silver lining to COVID it's certainly that there's been a huge push in terms of vaccine development, vaccine delivery, and alternative protective means, nasal sprays and things like that, which I'm sure that we're going to see uh, some other things come out in the in the not-too-distant future. So, folks, let's uh, go to a break and have some music, and then we'll be back to talk some more about the, the uh, winter illnesses. The Radio Pharmacist, sharing tips and practical advice on the management of a range of healthcare matters every Tuesday at noon on ORFM Dunedin. Taking the time to explore some of the bigger issues around health and wellbeing in simple, easy language we can all understand. The Radio Pharmacist, bold, innovative, sometimes controversial and not afraid to tell it as it is. Tune in Tuesdays at noon on 105.4 FM and 1575 AM or online at oar.org.nz. That's the Radio Pharmacist, every week on Tuesdays at noon.
And you're back with Peter Barron, the radio pharmacist, here as always on uh, Tuesday. Just a reminder that if you do want to listen to this program again or you've missed it, you can always listen to it on the podcast at oar.org.nz or on my uh, own website, radiopharmacist.co.nz. Just click click on podcast, uh, type in radio pharmacist in the panel and select the show that you want to, uh, to listen to. We've been talking about uh, winter maladies, winter illnesses, etc., the ongoing uh, problems that we're having with COVID and influenza, hopefully with not with measles, if we can get people to vaccinate. Uh, just a remem- reminder about the MMR vaccine. Uh, there are a cohort of people who are in their late teens, early 20s, who missed out on getting either one or two of the MMR uh, vaccinations because at the time... There was a bit of false information floating around the place that um, the MMR vaccine might have some side effects related to autism. That's been thoroughly debunked, but there are a group of people that haven't had uh, their full course of MMR. If you're uncertain about your status, then just come in. We can give you uh, an MMR injection. They're free. Um, Particularly if um, you've got people that weren't born in New Zealand, most countries are uh, have comprehensive campaigns against measles, mumps and rubella. But uh, there are some countries that don't. So if you weren't born in New Zealand or you've got friends or workmates who weren't born in New Zealand, just ask them if they're familiar with uh, as to whether they've had their measles vaccination. If they haven't, uh, then just uh, tell them to go to their GP or pharmacy, go to a vaccinating pharmacy. Uh, not all of the pharmacies will be offering MMR. Uh, but you can go and look on HealthPoint and see who actually is offering them pop-in. You don't need to make an appointment. It's a quick, simple process, and we will give that to you. As I said, it's free of charge for all people. Uh, obviously, this time of the year, we're starting to see a big surge in uh, the winter illnesses, apart from the ones we've talked about, so your coughs and colds. And just some simple advice. Um most of us will probably have paracetamol at home. I've always liked to fly the flag about paracetamol. Paracetamol is a great drug. We've used it extensively for years and years and years. It's probably, I think, the most prescribed uh, prescribed medication in New Zealand. But you cannot and should not ever exceed the stated dose. Now, the stated, the maximum dose for any of us is two 500 milligram tablets four times a day. So it's a maximum of eight tablets a day. Whatever you do, Please do not be tempted to take more than that. You can do some irreparable damage to your liver. And the other caution that I'd make is have a very careful read of the labels of the medications you've got at home. You'll often have paracetamol will come by various names. If it's been prescribed, then it'll be either a generic name, it'll be one of the generic brands, so one of the um, non-original brands, or called simply paracetamol, uh, it's more widely known as um, as um, sorry Panadol. Uh, you've got 
uh, like Advil as acetaminophen, which is the American name for, for paracetamol. Uh, but have a look at your cough mixtures. Have a look at things, your over-the-counter uh, remedies and see most of those most of those products have got paracetamol in them. So if, the, if they've got a dose of paracetamol in them, most of them will have probably the equivalent of about a gram of paracetamol. Whatever you do, don't exceed that four grams per day, please. That's really, really important. Uh, for your children, have a look at the, the dosage that will be on the bottle. They don't exceed the recommended dosage. You'll often see the labels, and the doctors will often prescribe to take uh, doses of paracetamol up to every four hours. Now, that's fine. You can take it every four hourly, but still it's a maximum of four doses in a 24-hour period. So obviously if it's prescribed to be taken up to four hourly, then you can only still do that four times during the day. So just be careful, please. Don't double up on on that. The other thing with coughs and colds is that it's always a paradox. Uh, people will come in and they're feeling, uh, they're coughing, uh, and they're coughing generally because they're congested. So if you're coughing because you're congested, you're actually trying to clear the phlegm and the gunge out of your airways. Now, there's a very simple solution, and that is to actually humidify yourself. So if you're getting, if you feel like you're really stuffed up, there's products that we can sell to you uh, which will help dissolve that phlegm and get rid of the phlegm. But the other alternative is simply boil up some water um, and put it in a, in a container and steam yourself. And just the act of steaming yourself is going to help dissolve those and liquefy those secretions and it's also going to soothe the airways and stop that irritation. If it's a dry cough, and very often after viral infections, it's just that hacking, annoying dry cough, then there are some very effective cough suppressants you can buy. The products that have got fulcodine in them are all very effective. Uh, there are some products that you can buy which are pharmacist only. I mean, they're pharmacist prescription medicines, which we can sell to you, which have a product called dextromethorphan in it. Now, that's a very effective cough mixture. So the bottom line is that if you're getting you know, a dry, hacking, persistent cough, then come and see us and we'll give you some cough suppressants. But as I said, the other alternative is steam yourself. That's going to give you some short-term relief. Um the other, if the throat is sore at the same time, then lots of warm drinks. Keep yourself well hydrated. Uh, put some lemon juice with a bit of honey in it. It's always very soothing for the throat. And if during the day you're finding you're coughing, then you can get lozenges with fulcadine and other things in them. You can just get the straight antiseptic lozenges, or you can get lozenges with, with active ingredients in which you can use to sort of suppress your cough. So that, look, that's a, that's a few tips. The other important thing, and we've all got now, uh, since the government made the changes last year, we all have 10-day sick leave a year rather than the previous five. Particularly through this period, I know it's very difficult. I know we've, I'm equally bad at doing this because we sort of feel like we really need to go to work. But if you're feeling under the weather then use those sick days and stay home because you're doing only you're doing yourself a favour and you're also doing your workmates and your classmates and your family a favour. You're better off to take those few days off and get better. So folks, look, we're out of time as, uh, as always. So thanks for listening and I look forward to talking to you again next, next week. Nō 
Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā tātou katoa. Well folks, all good things must come to an end and we are out of time for today. Thanks for listening and I hope that you found today's kōrero useful. If you have a question for me or a subject you would like me to discuss on the show, please message me on the Radio Pharmacist on Facebook or at my website at radiopharmacist.co.nz. If you missed today's show or previous shows, they're available on podcast at oar.org.nz. This is Peter Barron, the Radio Pharmacist, signing off OAR 105.4 FM for today. So until next Tuesday at noon, Kakiti Anō. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.